You're listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday Show. My name is Jack McLean. I am your host, and each week I stream live at 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time from our YouTube channel to provide a weekly update. I also stream live to our Instagram to answer any questions sent through to us during the week. And then at the very end, finish off with a power tip to help footballers gain a competitive edge for the upcoming football season. You might be thinking, how do I feature my question? It's very simple. You can email us at info at preparelikeapro.com or direct message us from any of your socials. I'll include the answers in the next PLP live chat show. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode and are hungry for more Aussie rules football knowledge, then our academy is for you. Our academy is designed for footballers and aspiring AFL strength and conditioning staff. Included is weekly coaching sessions, invites to our community of athletes and coaches, and complete free access to our high-performance education. And lastly, discounts on programs and merchandise. For more information, head to preparelikeapro.com slash academy. Let's get into today's episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. This is our weekly update where I'll update you all things to do with Prepare Like a Pro. It's a massive week for those in grand final this week. Good luck. And for those in the off-season, this video is all about you. We're going to be breaking down basically your key focuses for off-season, how to have a successful off-season, and more importantly, how to achieve your goals. So we'll get straight into it. Number one, you want to get your regeneration phase right. So make sure that you recharge the batteries. And that's really, really important in your off-season, particularly those that have been pushing pretty hard in the pre-season this year. So make sure you get at least two weeks off of completely no schedule, no structure, and just go with what feels good on each day. That way, when you're back into your pre-season training, you're raring to go and your motivation levels are fully topped up. So that's really, really important. I reiterate how important that phase is, is the importance of just having complete rest and just going with what feels good for each day. So that might mean an F45 session, obviously don't do anything silly, CrossFit, boxing. And when I say silly, like not doing a thousand plyometric jumps, not doing like burpees, anything that your body doesn't agree with, or you're not used to and, and doesn't feel good at the time, pick something else and mention it to the trainer or the coach, and they should be able to give you an, another option. But really important to mix it up. If you do feel, if you love your running and you, you feel like going for a run on a day, cause it's super sunny and nice, then Go for a trail run. Don't just go to the footy oval and, and do the same old thing. Mix it up. So variation is key over the next two weeks if you're in your off-season. And for those that are just come off a, a grand final, then completely just rest for a good couple of weeks. Have no expectations. For those that have been on break for a couple of weeks, that's time to start to ramp it up. And in a second, I'll go through what your gym program can look like. Anywhere between three and four total body sessions where we're focusing on basically you're increasing your range of motion so lifting through range and that will also help elicit a bit of hypertrophy so build some body mass build some body armor which is really important when you're going into the competitive sport of australian rules football now's a great time to add some critical mass to to your rig and that will help you handle the contested game and as we're noticing at the afl level and no doubt it's trickling through all the other levels the contested game and, and pressure is going up every year so really important that you you have that protection, so you're able to continually crash the packs, not only for smalls, but of course, key position players for their aerial game as well. 
So we'll go into that program in a second. If you have any questions for those tuning into the live Instagram, feel free to send them through. If you have any off-season you know, sessions, I'll, I'll talk about some tips to improve your speed so you can improve your breakaway speed over off-season, which for some of you that will be go for about eight weeks, the off-season, before you get back to pre-season training in middle of November. So you do certainly have time to improve your speed and you can also have time to improve not only linear speed but also your agility so your lateral speed for i'll also provide a power tip later on in, in terms of how important your environment is and actually training with athletes outside of your sport in the off season and that goes hand in hand with the importance of variation by actually training with different athletes uh, and being around a different environment than what you're used to is really really important to make sure to stick around we'll talk about so a power tip about not only how do you can improve your speed, your lateral speed, but also your competitiveness and your combat work. But getting into the key areas for this week on the podcast, with this upcoming week, so for those listening live next week, because I'm scheduled, I'm doing this live on a Thursday, but for those listening in the podcast world, when it's released on Monday, this week we're going to have four live chats. So we've got our Queensland ambassador, Jasper Fletcher, be great to chat to him before going into the draft. He's just at the pointy end of his rehabilitation and ramping up his running loads now and getting ready for the combine. So really looking forward to that chat. That will be on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So make sure to pencil that one in. Our interview that we're doing with Alex Moore, who's worked at the Brisbane Lions as a strength conditioning coach during their heyday, during the premierships. He then went to over to America for the US skiing team and also worked with the Cleveland Cavaliers during LeBron, when LeBron James was there, Kevin Love. Uh, and then he came back to Australia, worked with the Kangaroos, and he's now working in the NBL with the Illawarra Hawks. So super excited to have uh, Alex on to share his stories with us, uh, not only for the strength and conditioning coaches that want to work in elite sport, but also for athletes. He can learn some tips and tricks as he's clearly worked with the world's best athletes. That will be That podcast will be released next Wednesday. And then 11.30 a.m. on Thursday, our second live chat for the week will be with Joshua Manuel. He is a strength and conditioning coach for the Adelaide Crows. So really looking forward to, he focuses on the first to four-year players with their strength and power program. So looking forward to discussing the philosophy at the Adelaide Crows. They're a young, developing team that had a great year. So looking forward to catching up with Josh and, and talking about his role there. He's been for, there for the last couple of years. On Friday, we have David Misson, who's worked in elite sport for well over a uh, a decade now, been Melbourne Football Club. He's now over at Rugby so as a high-performance manager, so looking forward to catching up with him. That will be 3.30 p.m. on Friday. And then our bite-sized episode will be with Adam Earnshaw. That was a co recent collaborative live chat that we had a month ago with high school strength and conditioning coaches. So he's working at Campbell. He's their gym coordinator and talked about the importance of high-energy high octane and making sure that you really set the tone with your session, your coaching sessions with a game at the start of every session. So for those coaches wanting to boost the engagement in their sessions and the fun factor, make sure Adam's an expert at that. Make sure to tune in on Sunday. So that's for the podcast. If you have any questions or queries regarding the guests for, for those, obviously it's a huge week that we've got four live chats and two podcasts to be released. Make sure to direct message us on Instagram or TikTok and I'll add those questions to the run sheet. And for Academy members that are listening in, like every week, you have the opportunity to join me and the guest and ask the guest questions. So it's a great opportunity to not only network with these experts, but also to pick their brain to help your development as a coach or as a, as a footballer. So for Academy members, if any of those tickle your fancy and you're keen to have a chat, make sure to hit me up in the Academy on the discussion forum or just send me an email and I'll send you the Zoom link so you can join us live and, and ask the guest questions. 
I can see Mitchie sent in a question via Instagram. How many sessions should you be doing for running in the off season? Great question, Mitchie. Uh, typically, and I'll go into, I'll share my screen. So if you want to ch head over to our YouTube channel, you'll have a look at, and I'll share my screen in a minute. I'm just looking at the computer here and I'll go through our first week of the program in the off season. And actually the first two weeks of, of our uh, program, we have no running whatsoever, just to let the joints regenerate. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, really important for your feet or your whole foot calf complex, all the tissues around there to, to not have those ground reaction forces, important for your knees, important for your hips, just obviously it's a long pre-season, it's a long competitive season. So we want to have that two weeks just to recharge physically, but more importantly, mentally as well, because we do do a, when we do ramp up the conditioning, you'll be running anywhere up to four times a week at the pointy end. And you could be covering anywhere between, depending on your level, 20 Ks to, to foot the top end, 40 to nearly 50 Ks the AFL athletes will do over a week in, in the peak of their pre-season. So Mentally, the motivation when the season's just done, you're at your all time, usually lowest. Obviously, you're on a high if you've won the grand final, but for everyone else, you usually want to have time away from the sport and time away from anything to do with it, including preseason training. So, two weeks off really fill up your motivation levels. And then from there, we'd start with typically a couple of weeks of two sessions a week. So, for the first month, you're only doing four running sessions, if that makes sense. And then for, for the next four weeks of the off season, before you start your preseason with your football club, we go to three times a week for a couple of them. And then we go to four, typically for my conditioning philosophy, we go to four because the most of preseason weeks, the pointy end, anyway, we're going for those big volume weeks. We'll have three training sessions plus a top up and on the Saturday morning. So we want to expose you to that routine before getting back to the club. Uh, so hopefully that answers your question. Good question, Mitchie. I'm just going to scroll up and see if anyone else has sent anything through. No, if you're listening in, feel free to Post them. I'm actually going to head over now to our to my computer here. So if you're listening on Instagram, head over to our YouTube channel. I'm going to share my screen and go through the first week of the program. Okay, so as you can see here, we've got four total body gym sessions on Monday, then a day off on Tuesday, a smaller session on the Wednesday, day off Thursday, Friday and Saturday. We do vary this over the time. Sometimes we'll just do all our work during the week, particularly for the pro athletes. So they get the Saturday, Sunday off. Uh, and for some of our uh, other athletes that prefer that model, then we adjust it. But typically week one, we, we go pretty low level during the week, uh, usually because people are quite busy with school or work and other um, commitments. And then the back end of the week is where more of the volume is done. But well, like I said, all the athletes from the program, this time of year, there is no game day and the sessions are total body at the moment. So they're super flexible. You can literally move any of these sessions and it's not going to put you at high risk for injury. So um, starting off the start of the week, Monday, we have a calf ankle plyometric um, circuit just to, because we're not running at all. We just want to keep a little bit of that ground contact work just so you don't fall off a cliff when you get back into running. So that's just some dynamic uh, ankle stiffness work, some repeated high tuck jumps, single leg hops, and some 30 seconds of low contact skipping where you're just working on quickness. Then we go into full body strength, goblet squat. I love the goblet squat for building good body mass in the legs, particularly the quads, because you can... You have the dumbbell on the front, so it really activates the, the front, the trunk, the core, as well as you can typically squat a lot lower and work on your a really end range of your ankle and your hips. So goblet squat's great. Three sets of 10, then superset that with the dumbbell leg, single leg, RDL. A good opportunity to work on your hip hinging and, and strengthening your hamstrings. Lengthening is strengthening in the off-season, so really challenge your range, and that's the key focus. You'll notice the, the squatting, there is no box, so we want to work through your end range. RDLs really don't go for the heaviest weight, go for weight that you can lengthen your hamstrings and get a really good stretch. So priority in the off season is 
lengthening is strengthening. That's really, really important. Not only is that going to build good tissue resilience in terms of injury prevention when we get back into the full intensity and full volume of the program, but it's also going to build good body mass. So they go handy. Then we've got our reverse lunges. That's a three-way tricep, three sets of each exercise, 10, eight, and six repetitions. Then we're going into some upper body work. If the leg's a bit of a chop out, so we've got dumbbell bench press, 10 reps, and single arm rows, eight reps each side, three rounds of that. And then we've got our Nordics, three sets of three. That's just body weight or all banded if you're new to Nordics. And then dumbbell reverse flies, hitting the upper back. And then we just finish with some body armor work. So working on some hypertrophy, horizontal pull-ups, 12 reps, decline push-ups where your feet up on the bench, 12 reps, and then some lateral raises and tricep extensions. So you're getting a good pump of the shoulders and upper body there. Tuesday's off. However, like I said before, every day is flexible. So if you feel like doing the Wednesday session on the Tuesday, go for it. No doubt with this type of work though, you'll be pretty sore coming off in-season model straight into this where you've had some time off and then you, and you've typically done high intensity in-season program to this type of work where we're focusing more on end, moving through range of motion and higher reps, you're going to pull up pretty sore. So I'd recommend have the Tuesday off, have 24 hours between where you get to rest and recover. Wednesday, we've got a trunk upper body circuit. So it's up to you how you want to do this, but the way it's programmed is you go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then you go back to the start. So we, it's just a different way to format the workout. So we've got our seated rows, calf raises, side hold leg lifts, switch the ball, stir the pot, barbell rollouts, wide grip chin-ups, and then our good mornings. And then you go back to the start. We've got three rounds of that. It's just a different stimulus, different way of doing it. We wouldn't do that all, all the year round because typically you're not going to be able to overload those movements if you're just getting that much variation and that much exposure to different movements. But a circuit's a great way mentally just to get, get the work done and feel like you've worked up a bit of a sweat as well. And those 30 reps of calf raises are bloody hard. So that way at least you're getting a good three to five minutes in between sets to be able to get really push your endurance on your calves, as well as most of those uh, movements are working that more capacity and like wide group chin-ups, challenging exercise, uh, as well as seated rows, 15 reps. So there's some good endurance there to have a rest. Thursday is a day off. Take it if you need it. Otherwise, you can go straight into the Friday program if you want to do that on the Thursday and have Friday off. Friday, we've got another hit of our dynamic ankle stiffness work. So same model that we did on Monday. Really important to, to get that work done and, and high quality as well. So with the tuck jumps, try and jump as high as you can. With the repeated single leg hops, work on quickness, but also height. So jumping as high as you can uh, for speed. And then for the skipping, you're not going for height. It's just short quickness. So really real speed for 30 seconds. For our full body strength session, we've got our barbell back squat. So I'm working through range of motion. Some of you guys will have a deadlift on, on this day. The trap bar dead, so that will just depend on your position. And what's best for you, back squat's typically good for the taller key position players, helps with your jostling. Trap bar deadlifts is good for the shorter guys for, for that ground contested ground ball transference. Then we've got our half kneeling knee face pulls, so working on the upper back. Three rounds of that, working up your weight with the squats. RDLs, great hamstring exercise, this time double leg, so you should be able to lift a little bit more load. And I've got lat pull down in between there, so we're hitting the posterior chain with those two exercises, which is just the whole back of the body. Then we've got our dumbbell incline bench press with a dumbbell step up. Four rounds of those, eight reps for the incline press and five each for the step ups. Work on stability at the top of the step. Make sure we're getting into that good hip lock position. And then we've got a four-way rotation for our core and our arms. So 30-second plank into a 12-plate sit-up where you're pressing the plate overhead and make sure you're in really good posture with the sit-ups. Barbell curls, 15 reps as it's getting close to summer now. So making sure you're getting those beaches going and then a shoulder head press just with the bar. But for 15 reps, once you've done those sit-ups and you've done the curls, your arms would be pretty fatigued. So try and grind through the 15 reps. 
like I say with most guys and girls, if you can't get to the 15 unbroken, then use a slight knee bend and do a push press. So you're really pushing the capacity of your shoulders with that. Then we finish off the week with an upper body volume session on Saturday. So we've got close grip, bench press. We, like I said, we're increasing the range of motion in the off season. So rather than going your, your, your normal grip, which is a bit wider and the bar doesn't travel as far, so you can lift heavier. We do that in season and pre-season. Now in off season, we want to actually work through range to build that tissue resilience and get a b- bigger stretch. So close grip's really good for that. So the, the wrist should be in line with the shoulders with your close grip. Four sets of eight, building up in weight. Then we've got neutral grip chin-ups, four sets of six. And then our dumbbell shoulder presses, keep that neutral grip to look after the shoulders. If, if wide grip is okay for your shoulders, then by all means go for that. Then we've got a three-row rotation. This is just to help with um, preventing concussion and helping with your collision, your ability to collect collisions. So front raises, band pull-aparts, and dumbbell shrugs. With the dumbbell shrugs, go as heavy as you can for 15 reps. So we want to build that good body mass around the neck. So when you cop a head knock, obviously 360 degrees with football. So sometimes your body isn't prepared for the hit and you're not tense and not ready for it. Then hopefully that protection that you've built with that upper trap strength will, will put your head in good position so your brain doesn't move around as much as it would for those that have got a weak neck. Wide grip, barbell curls, close grip push-ups as a superset, say 15 reps each side there, and then 10 reps each side with our dumbbell alternating curl. And that's it for this week. Uh, for those on the program, if you have any questions or queries, let me know. You'll notice there are no running in this program. There's no running next week either, so two weeks, freshen up. If you feel like going for a run, go for it. If you don't feel like doing the program and you want to do, like I said, a circuit or a boxing class, or maybe you want to go with your partner to do whatever they do, feel free to do that. Take take the time, structures and everything this time of year. We want to be super fluid uh, and we're really adaptable on what we do. And like I said, you can change the days that you do the work as well. In terms of the power tip this week, for those in the off season, like I mentioned earlier in the show, environment is key. So if if for those that need to get better with their combat work, they're in close contested competitiveness, I would recommend getting into an environment like wrestling or MMA. So learning off those athletes that are experts in that close proximity. Jiu-jitsu is another sport that can be really good to learn off those athletes that are experts at how to use your body and transfer that strength that you're getting in the gym onto on using against another body weight with, that's moving and that is super dynamic. Obviously, weights in the gym are not dynamic. They're fixed for the most part. Sometimes the bands, it's, we can add a bit of perturbation with those and the aqua bags and things like that, but nothing like a human being that obviously has, a, you know, it's super variable in how it moves. So really important to have that one-on-one work and I'd recommend experimenting in the off-season. It's a great time, not only from a physical point of view to learn some new skills from other athletes, but also from a stimulus point of view, being in a different environment is going to freshen you up mentally as well and really fill up that motivation box. The other aspect for those that need to work on their outside game, so you're running, head down to a track, your local track and field coach and run with them for a couple of times a week. Obviously, don't do it competitively and don't take it up full time because otherwise you'll be burnt out by the time you hit to pre-season but do it every so often maybe once or twice a week for a period of time to learn from track and field athletes you'll learn you'll be like a sponge and not only will you learn how to accelerate better but also when they're doing their threshold running and their repeat speed um, naturally being competitive you're going to want to try and run with them so rather than running by yourself in the off season you've got someone to chase and it might be the you might be the fastest the footy club but suddenly now you're getting smoked by everyone around you. So that's just going to give you another edge to push that a little bit harder. Really important though, like I said, don't compete in those sports. Your competition is football, but if you're in the off season and you've got a couple of areas that interest you maybe, or you've, you, your coaches are giving you feedback at an exit meeting, that you've got an area that you need to work on, 
then throw yourself in those environments and you'll be amazed at how much you improve just by being in that environment and that different stimulus. So if you do take up that advice, I'd love to hear how it helped you. So feel free to reach us out on any of our social media and let me know how you found it. But good luck for those in the grand final this week if you're listening live. And if you're listening in and this is your off season, feel free to hit me up if you have any questions or queries. We actually had a new blog post on our website that I released this Wednesday that goes into a little bit more detail about how to improve your speed for for breakaway and and to burst out of the pack, uh, how to improve your contesting game to win those inside contested ground balls and how the strength program can help for that uh, and how to improve your aerial ability as well by um, improving your springs, your jumping in the off season. So if that interests you, head over to preparelikeapro.com and go to our resources page where I've got into a bit more information and some exercises that you can do um, and, and try some things out to uh, get better in, the, in that space. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you guys next week. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength and conditioning coach, and I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content. Learn who the guests are in advance and submit questions. Access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts and freebies and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like a Pro community possible. And just for $5 a week, you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely anytime.